Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We're coming live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Let's talk some college football. Let's talk some Matt Rule. Let's get into it with a guy who has maybe the best nickname in sports, Dennis Dodd on his birth certificate, the Dodd father to you, me, and everybody at CBS Sports, where he is the college football guru. Mr. Dodd, good morning. Bill, you can call me anything but late for dinner. I'm good with it. <laughs> uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt Rule is no longer an NFL head coach. Um there's a lot here to get into. How, how highly coveted do you think he will be and should be at, at the collegiate level? Oh, gosh, red hot. Um, as bad as he was in the NFL, I think it's just a case of him not kicking his coverage. I mean, I, I don't have to rattle off the names of college coaches who haven't made it in the NFL. There's very few that have. Uh, so just one of those things. Uh, yeah, he, he took Temple from 2-10 and 10 to playing for a conference championship in year three, winning 10 games. And in year four, they won the American. Um, and then he jumped to Baylor. And this is even more amazing. In 2017, Bill, his, his top in-state recruit, I remember talking to him when he got the job, his top in-state recruit was a 178-pound receiver from somewhere in Texas who was the 58th best player in the state. His best I think the recruit was a, uh, a guard or something who was rated 262nd in the country. The, the foundation of that team, which went 1-11, two years later, was playing Oklahoma in overtime for the Big 12 title as a third-string quarterback because of injuries. But, um, yeah, he, he's a turnaround artist. He's great. We're talking to Dennis Dodd here on the show. Dennis, in, in the context of Matt Rule, we have had a, a conversation on the show that I find really interesting, maybe because I'm from the Midwest and, and Big Ten country, and I'm just I want your perspective in general terms and as it relates to a guy like Matt Rule. What's a better job, Nebraska or, or Wisconsin? Yeah, I I've been asked that since this happened, and I think for him, I think 
clearly Nebraska is the better fit for him. They want, and Trev Alberts has said out loud, they want a, a culture guy, they want a program builder, a quote-unquote grinder. This is what Matt Rule is. Um, his name was attached to the job before he was fired, you know, assuming he would be available. This makes it real easy now. Uh, Nebraska doesn't have to wait to the end or consider waiting to the end of that of an NFL season while recruiting goes on. They can initiate talks right away. Yes, yes, he's interested. Look, he's sitting on forty million in the buyout. You know, he may take this year off. He uh, take this year and, and next year, I guess it would be if he doesn't take the job, um, and just look around and wait for something better. But I think clearly he's a match for Nebraska, Wisconsin too. Um, but I just think because of what Trev Alberts has said and what Nebraska needs, Nebraska needs it. I've got a job. You know, those HGTV shows, you know, renovations. I love those uh, talent shows. Wise, recruit, yeah, talent-wise, recruiting-wise, they, they need a demo. They need to strip it down to the studs and start over because they've got resources, they've got interest, they sell out, you know, 380 weeks, years in a row or weeks in a row. Um, and they, they need players. I mean, as simple as that. To bring it full circle, because obviously Baylor's in Waco, Texas, where I've been many times, one of the most popular of those shows is based in Waco, Texas. So it's all coming together thanks to the Dodfather. Yeah, mind blown for, for Tom DeSalacino, the executive producer. Uh, keeping with the Matt Rule conversation, and again, you make a great point, Dennis, about his financial windfall, even in being fired from the NFL, gives him so much latitude to take the time that he does or doesn't want. He doesn't have to rush. But let's say that Auburn becomes an open job, or down the line, another good or historically good or great SEC job. Do you think Rule can have the kind of success we're discussing in the SEC? Yeah, I think he can. I mean, he's not going to Auburn. I mean, forget that. He's smart. He's too smart for that. Um, but yeah, in the right situation, I think he can. Uh, you know, SEC is the top of the top of the uh, gene pool. We know that. Uh, anything goes. Resources are unlimited. They're going to get more money when they get this new TV deal kicking in with Texas and Oklahoma. Um, so you're you're basically going against Georgia and Alabama every year for a chance, you know, to get to, to get to start talking about a playoff. But Temple wasn't talking about a playoff. Baylor wasn't talking about a playoff. Now last year, with a lot of the players he left behind, Dave Miranda won a Big Twelve. Um, it showed what's possible, but can he win in the SEC? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's everybody's cup of tea. Uh, Oklahoma in the SEC. Oklahoma's not coming open. Florida's not coming open. Uh, Tennessee's not coming open. Um, he's not a fit to Auburn. You know, so what are we talking about? The next, would he, he be good at a guy, maybe a Mississippi State type of guy? Uh, yeah, he could. Does Mizzou, I mean, you're you're based in, in Missouri, and, and I went to school in Missouri. Does Missouri have any appeal if and when that job is open, or should I just, like, put aside any hope that that program's ever going to be meaningful? Uh, I I don't know if appeal is the right word. Missouri, I've always said, and it dawned on me lately, Missouri was a western outpost that was a throw-in uh, to even up the, the league at 14 when Texas A&M joined. They get the same money as Alabama every year. It's up to them, you know, to what they do with it. The two and four now, um, Eli Drinkwitz, I think it's two games below 500 in the third year, and Missouri would owe him $12 million guaranteed if they fired him after this year. So I don't think it's going to be open. It would, ha- it would have some appeal, 
if you're talking about um, if you're talking about man rules, again, I, you can afford to wait and look for the best possible job. Again, he, he's got a reputation. Temple, nobody knew who Matt Rule was. You know, he was a walk-on linebacker to Joe Paterno. Oh, okay, that's close enough. Baylor, here's a guy that won 10 at, at, uh, at Temple. Now, he, he's not taking Missouri. You know? He's not taking Auburn. He can afford to, to go to a place that's ready to win now. Dennis, Dennis Dodd here on the show. I'm, I'm Bill Ryder on CBS Sports Radio. Dennis, you said Oklahoma's not coming open anytime soon, and, and that certainly tracks. I, I get it. But it has been really ugly, and that Texas game brutal for Oklahoma fans. What is the um, what does the turnaround here look like? What does the short term or medium term future look like at Oklahoma? If I if I said Oklahoma wasn't coming open anytime soon, I misspoke. I didn't mean to put Oklahoma in there. Uh, the word Gomer Jones has come up. You know Gomer Jones is Bill. Gomer Jones no. replaced Gomer Jones replaced Bud Wilkinson uh, in 1964 and lasted two years. Uh, wow. And that word is already; those words have already been tossed around as OU. Now, uh, I'm not saying Brent Venables is going to be Gomer Jones, and I think they're trying to spin it like, well, we don't have very many, you know, very many good defensive players. Well, that's not true because uh, you know Lincoln Riley took the best player, uh, Caleb Williams. You know, if you got a quarterback, you got a chance. And I'm not putting this on Dylan Gabriel. I think Dylan Gabriel is the only quarterback. Left. He's got the most touchdown passes without throwing an interception in the country, 11. But he's been hurt. He was hurt uh, protected. Um, if you don't have one, that's a big difference. But Saturday was beyond the pale, where you couldn't Brutal. score. And now, and I think we have to start talking about this. Is Oklahoma the worst program in the Big 12? I mean, think about it. Who's, you know, who's better or who's worse? I don't know. Um, Kansas goes there, and I think if their quarterback was healthy, they'd probably be favored. I mean, officially, Jalen Daniels is doubtful. It doesn't look like he's going to play. But can you imagine that? I don't. That's I don't know crazy. Those words would have been spoken. Kansas favored at Oklahoma. How how good? So let's fast forward. Let's say that that job is open in a year or two, because there's a similar level of decline. How good is that Oklahoma job? Two or three years removed from Lincoln Riley. Uh, well, the, the other cop is John Blake. John Blake led. Um, Oklahoma on its worst three-year record in its history. And this is in, let's see, 96 to 98, I believe. He, he was, uh, it's absolutely horrible. And he was replaced by Bob Stoops. So that went pretty well. So that, I think that's the answer. If they get the right person, it's Oklahoma. They can turn it around. And they can turn it around under Brent Venables. You know, he, you know there was the thing where as good as they were expected to be this year, he's still a first-year coach. Um, a first-time coach, and there's some some used to getting used to that. So I, I thought I thought they'd be better defensively. I saw them against Nebraska, and uh, in that that's Nebraska, so that was the you know end of that situation. But bad comparison. But I thought okay, their defense is better. If defense is better. That kind of evens up, and they're going to be really competitive, maybe win nine or ten. But that's not the case. Um, and so now you've got a real problem there. But yeah, if they get the right person. It's, and especially moving to the SEC, uh, it's going to be huge. Uh, Dennis Dodd, Alabama won, you, right? you got to win the games, but they hung on by the by the skin of their teeth. Big showdown this weekend. What I think it's at Tennessee. What's the response from Alabama? What, what do you expect from the game? 
Well, uh, I think we're going to go through this, and we have so far this kind of, you know, soap opera, is Bryce going to play or not? Um, Nick Saban played it right up until kickoff. I was there to the point that when they introduced the starting lineup, they introduced Bryce Young. You know, this giant $10 trillion scoreboard, there's his mug on the, on the screen. Oh, Bryce, I'm tweeting out, Bryce is starting. Well, he didn't take the warm-up. Uh, Jalen Milrow, the backup, took the warm-up with all the ones, and he didn't play. So, you know, we don't know anything for certain. Uh, another week of rest uh, may help him be able to play against Tennessee. But think of it, I, I picked Tennessee regardless. I, I think this is their time. I'm not saying you're going to win the national championship. It's just been a long, long losing streak against Alabama. And there's probably not a cigar left in Knoxville right now. That's a cigar game. The winners smoke cigars. But think about this. You've got a possibility now, Bill, of three teams from the SEC. I know this isn't very savory for some people. Three teams getting to the playoffs. Tennessee wins their only and their only loss in November 5th at Georgia. Okay, they're in second place in the SEC. Alabama wins the rest of their games with one loss, including beating Georgia for the SEC title. Okay, Georgia's got one loss. Alabama has one loss. Tennessee's in, in the top with one loss. To, to Georgia, I think we got to give serious consideration to three teams being in. I, either that's the best thing ever, or people can't wait for a 12-team playoff. No, that is to me the argument for a 12-team playoff. But that is, I hadn't even thought of that, Dennis. Out here on the show. All right, Dennis. Last one for you. Let's go to the part of the country that is fuming at your at what you just said. Accurate though it is, let's talk some some Big Ten. Penn State at the Big House playing Michigan. Big game. Who do you like in uh, in that contest? I like Michigan because I just like I, I'm really impressed with Michigan this year. I thought they'd take a step back, and after winning the Big Ten last year, and they haven't. Uh, Jim Harbaugh negotiated the, the quarterback. I don't know controversy to the point that JJ McCarthy is now the guy and playing pretty well. They're limiting him in what he has to do. Blake Corum, the running back, looks like an All American, and the defense, frankly, looks better than it was last year, at least statistically. And I, I just think it's going to be hard for Penn State going on the road. I don't know if they have enough playmakers. They're running the ball pretty well. I don't know if they have enough playmakers uh, to pull this off. But uh, if you got Sean Clifford, you always have a chance at Penn State. He was, I, I went to that Iowa game last year. They were 5-0, and and they walk in there, and they're up 17-3, and the game's over. And he gets hurt, and they lose 23-20. So he's one of those gunslingers you've seen him time and time again in sixth year. Um, don't count out Penn State, but I just, I, I'm just i not going to be fancy. I just like Michigan because they're rolling and they're at home. He is the Dodfather. Uh, anywhere fun this weekend, Dennis? What, what game are you uh, you heading to? Yeah, Tennessee. Um, fun. Getting yeah. there, what, tomorrow? Yeah, uh, excited about that. Um, the Hendon Hooker thing is, is really, really fun. The transfer from... Virginia Tech is in the Heisman race now. I had him second this week, second or third in my little deal. Um, but it, 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 it's a wonder of the transfer portal. He, in December 2020, though, he was convulsing on the sidelines after starting the first series against Clemson. And nobody ever really figured out what it was. His parents and he later said uh, it was medicine they gave him for a heart condition. He had a heart procedure done, which showed nothing, thank God. But the coaching staff lost faith in him and transferred to Tennessee. And get this, 19 days after he transferred, Jeremy, Jeremy Pruitt got fired, the guy that brought him in. Uh, and 
in uh, Josh, Josh Heupel who went and got Joe Milton from Michigan. He wasn't even his top guy. Now, if you watch Hendon Hooker play, besides C.J. Stroud, he might be the best quarterback in the country. Well, safe travels and, and tell the always effusive Nick Saban that we say hi. I will do so. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Bye, right. dude. Uh, Dennis Dodd. Oh, he liked that. The Dodd got a little, little, little chuckle from the Dodd-father right there. Dennis Dodd at Dennis.CBS on the old, the old Twitter. He liked that. He enjoyed that one. Yeah, because Saban ain't effusive. Uh, the old say the opposite joke joke. Diesel is in a good mood. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Oh, your face! You can't hide your feelings, man. Whether it's good or bad, you got to give me credit for that. It's not just the bad stuff; it's the good stuff as well. I want to play poker with you every day for the rest of no, my I'm life. No, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Oh yeah, I'm really. You would really just bad. be like <gasps> big smile when you have it, or oh, when you don't. I'd love to see you try to bluff. It All doesn't right. go well. Here's what's not a bluff. Buy or sell is fabulous today because Diesel put it together, and we've got a sucker surprise in there coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. What is going on? Thank you for being here. How's the old uh, by yourself today, uh, Diesel? I'm waiting for you guys to make a joke, but uh, I love it. I'm into it today. I, I I'm, love I'm you. staring down Bogus. I'm waiting for a, a, a snarky comment. I love everything about that. Bogus, how many shows do you appear on uh, here on CBS Sports Radio? Uh, let's go two and a third, because I'm only here for one hour of Jim Rome. Yeah. Someone pointed this out to me. It's pretty funny. Your your Twitter bio is heard on DA and others on CBS Sports Radio. So I, I'm others and Rome is others. I, I've never been grouped with Jim Rome that, that I wish we were in the segment. I would buy it. Well, I can't confirm exactly when that bio was written. That might be a Pat McAfee show reference, because... The post-10 a.m., the 10 to 12 window has been different a couple of times in recent years. It's true. I've only been here for a couple of years. It's, so, <laughs> it's pretty new. I'd have to go back and see when I actually wrote that, <laughs> if, you can, if you can track something like that. So I don't know if, you, if I knew you when I wrote and others. Jim Rome also other. Jim Rome. You should capitalize the O and other since Rome's a part of it. That's true. I, well, I, 
Yeah, I can't answer this question because I just don't remember. I wouldn't have. I don't feel like I appear on the Jim Rome show. Let's t- <laughs> to the listener who sent this to me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> let's do fire or sell. Let's D- get into it. Send that to you. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I, I will say this. I don't know this for a fact, but I wonder if the everything poops bogish is what drew people's attention Ooh. to your Twitter bio. Maybe. Ooh, you did it to yourself. That that damn I'm missing okay comma. That. that missing comma. All right. Yesterday, Jerry Jones joined our affiliate 105.3 The Fan in Dallas for his weekly interview and explained what he needs to see from Dak Prescott in order for him to play this weekend against the Eagles. Can he zip the ball out there and uh, 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 make the throw? Uh, We'll start working on that uh, uh, Wednesday real hard. Uh, He's certainly doing the kinds of things medically that you want to do. That is uh, the indications, the x-rays, all of that, having tremendous improvement. But can he spin the ball? Uh, We know Dak Prescott can play, and we know he'll be ready to play the minute he gets a chance to go in the game. Can he spin the ball? We'll see. Dak, of course, still dealing with that thumb injury. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell the Cowboys should wait to bring back Dak Prescott because their schedule softens after this week. Home against the Lions, home against your Bears, then they have their bye week. I mean, I would buy, just hold them off indefinitely. Bye. Why, why would you? Why would you disrupt, Andrew? Don't you think it's reasonable or decent to play Cooper Rush until he doesn't play well? I think it's reasonable. You can pretend that Dak. You can kind of, you know, oh, we're giving him time. And what did what did Jerry say? The ball's not spinning. I don't know what the hell that means, but. How do you throw a football when it doesn't spin? Uh, we you throw it wrong? We heard Jerry the doctor there, Jerry the quarterback coach, Jerry the owner, Jerry the head coach. A lot of roles Jerry plays there. People don't understand that this Dak Prescott injury actually creates a knuckleball scenario. It's not spinning right now. It's not spinning. I don't, it doesn't not... make any sense for to, to play against the Eagles. You want to bring them back against a lesser team to kind of ease them into that. This is a huge divisional game here. I don't see why you would bring them back. I mean, Cooper Rush is playing really, really well. And I guess it depends what you see. If Dak is 100% ready to go and he looks amazing and you believe in that organization, Dak is head and shoulders above Cooper Rush. I don't personally, I mean, I don't understand how Cooper Rush is doing what he's doing. And it's a lot more game management than it is excellence. And the defense is a huge part of the Cowboys' success and all those things. But I just don't think Dak's an overwhelming winner. I know he's going to be the starter, but I would not be rushing him back given how well things are going. Bye. Oh, you got a bye? I don't know if that was an accidental. You would be rushing him back, Cooper Rush? Oh, it was an accident, but, I mean, let's pretend it was on purpose. Bye. All right, yesterday we played Commander's head coach Ron Rivera seemingly throwing his quarterback, Carson Wentz. Whoa, hold on. Under- seemingly? Well, I, I got to be a little bit objective here. Seemingly? Throwing his quarterback, Carson Wentz, <laughs> under the bus. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. Now, Rivera said he addressed those comments with his team and Wentz yesterday. I, I spoke to my team this morning. You know, we, we, I basically told them that I said some things that were misconstrued. I didn't present it properly, and that's on me. So I took accountability, told the guys that, uh, you know, I should know better, and uh, I had a bad day. 
Buy or sell, Bill, that this situation is now over in your mind. I mean, Carson Wentz is the most thins get no sell. Sell. Bill, if I may ask you a question, why do you think writer than you might be falling behind some other CBS Sports radio shows? Is it falling behind? I don't know. So I just want you to say D-Cell. <laughs> in, in Ron Rivera's quarterback voice. <laughs> oh, my, I, missed, I missed the joke. D-Cell, he was coming for you, and I, and I, I swung and missed. Hold on. Um, hold on. Let's do it. Can we do it again? Take two in three, two, and one. Hey, Bill, can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Why, why do you think writer than you might be struggling in comparison to some other CBS Sports radio shows right now? Producer. Didn't Bye. You pick the producer. I mean, you know, DA's got a producer. When he comes to work, uh, Maggie and Perloff have a producer. <laughs> Jim, Jim Rome is uh, seven know, producers. Deep men's actually, yeah, and <laughs> excellent. And uh, Gelb's got a got a you know, trace producer. And, you know, producers got to do stuff. Wow, I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> The second time's a charm. I'm actually choking. <laughs> You'll just edit out the first attempt for the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, just, yes yeah. absolutely. No, we won't because, uh, producer. <laughs> That's why we're falling behind. You guys really enjoyed that Sandra joke, though. I'm, I'm, glad, that, I'm glad that hit. All right. Now, speaking of falling behind. Oh, can you tell Sandra I say hi? Is he in the office? Uh, uh, may, maybe next week I could do that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, really? Maybe. Yeah, I'm actually not sure. <laughs> Get back to you on Monday. <laughs> got it. Got it. All right. Now, speaking of falling behind, Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin addressed the media yesterday, and he took the blame for the team's one and four start. When it's that bad across the board, um, it starts with me. Um, we don't need to seek comfort uh, because, you know, there's enough blame to go around. Uh, we need to be solution oriented. Um, and so, th- so we begin this process. Buy or sell, Bill, that the Pittsburgh Steelers are the worst team in the NFL right now. Are the Bears still in the NFL? Uh, checks, notes, yes. All right, I will sell your question. Sell. I think it's actually, the Bears should not have the number of wins they do, but I think it's between the Bears and the Commanders, isn't it? I would bet on the Steelers against both of those teams with all my money. Maybe throw the Panthers in there? Oh, yeah, the Panthers are one, too. Yeah. Who is the, who's the worst team in the NFL at the end of the year? The Commanders, by record. I still think the Bears are worse than them. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. You really think Justin Fields is totally broken already? I think Justin Fields has limited weapons. There's still Terry McLaurin in Washington. Chase Young's going to be back soon. I think there are better people, better players on the Commanders roster. Mooney did make a hell of a catch, though. Fair. Yeah. Uh, he's he's okay. I mean, the entire the entire Bears organization is rotten to the core. So it's and there you know maybe it's a full rebuild because there's been a change in the last year. But it's I think you're right. By the way, the eye test says the Bears are the worst team in the NFL. All right, Odell Beckham Jr. is still rehabbing his torn ACL, which he suffered in the Super Bowl, and it's not known yet when the current free agent wide receiver is targeting to return to game action. Yet, according to ESPN, the Los Angeles Rams, his former team are the favorites to re-sign OBJ. Buy or sell, it would make sense for the Rams to sign Odell Beckham Jr. <sighs> Buy. Are we presuming he's 90% what he was once yeah, he's well, healthy? Yeah, yes. 
Uh, do you think the Rams will be in a position by the time he's healthy where it will matter for them to sign OBJ? I'm going to buy. Here's why. If buy. the Rams make the playoffs, they are certainly capable of going on a, on a run. And he was such a – I thought he, like Von Miller, they were not the most important people at their position. They're, they're not the best people at their position, but they were so important to just creating scenarios where opposing offenses and defenses just didn't have enough resources to stop both those guys in, in Cooper Cup and, and, and Aaron Donald with, with, those, with those pairings. I mean, I, I'm not an OBJ guy for obvious reasons, but from a football perspective, I, 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 yes, I would see where they would, they would try to make that work again. All right, let's get to some college football here. This week, Ohio State passed Alabama in the AP Top 25 poll as the Buckeyes are the number two team in the country, while Nick Saban and company squeaking by Texas A&M saw them drop to number three. Of course, Georgia is the number one team in the country. However, according to BetMGM, the Buckeyes are now the favorites to win the national title. It's the first time since November 2020, almost two full years that a favorite to win the national title is not Alabama or Georgia. Buy or sell Ohio State being the favorites to win it all right now. Sell. I only go doing the whole thing. Sell. So, did you You probably didn't hear this, Bogus. The Dodfather just walked us through a scenario where Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia all get into the college football playoffs. Blew my mind, by the way. In yeah. that scenario, are you buying that it's a lock that Ohio State is the team that is the fourth team? Because the thing is, what if Ohio State loses one game? What if they lose to Michigan? Well, I'll I'll buy that it's a big the Big Ten champ as Ohio State or Michigan is the fourth team. Bye. Got it. What if USC doesn't lose? Nobody's nobody well, is with the, me on this. The Pac twelve. The Pac twelve has been the second best conference thus far. USC needs some love right now. USC needs some love, but if but let's just play this out. Ohio State, Michigan, they get to their game undefeated. The winner of that game stays undefeated, wins the Big Ten. Is USC going to have those two wins on its resume? The winner of the, the rivalry game and the conference championship so game. I think Ohio State gets the benefit of the doubt over USC, but I... I do think I think voters and decision makers get swayed by resume and how how blue your blood is. Even that's really a basketball reference. I don't know, man. USC. I I I think that the I think the the undefeated Big Ten champion should be the fourth team in in this crazy Dodfather scenario. I'm not sure they would be if USC wins out. And remind me the the Pac-12 changed their setup this year. The top two teams are playing. It's not divisions anymore, right? Look at you. That is correct. Yes. Okay. So, to me, USC's path is obviously winning out and then getting Oregon in the title game to add another win with resume and assuming Oregon doesn't lose between now and then, too. But, but, but they I, got crushed by Georgia, right? Is that, am I remembering that right? Yes. But, they, the but they've looked almost as good since as they looked yeah. bad in that game. Um, but that's that's kind of perfect scenario for USC. But I still think an undefeated Big Ten team, whether it's Ohio State or Michigan, beating the other is going to get the benefit of the doubt. So I'm going to add to the Dodfathers. He makes a compelling argument about what right Tennessee has to beat Alabama, and then everybody wins out until the SEC championship game, and Alabama beats Georgia in that scenario. If you have an undefeated Big Ten school, and either Clemson or USC are undefeated. You just have to leave one of the SEC teams out. You just have to make that choice. 
And I'll just add, not only did he say Tennessee has to beat Alabama, he then picked Tennessee to he beat did. Alabama. From what he said, it sounds like he the, the, the situation he described, Tennessee beats Alabama, Alabama wins the rest of their games, Alabama plays Georgia in the SEC championship game. Alabama, am I getting this right? Alabama beats Georgia. Was that what he said? Yes. It gets a little convoluted, but yes. they all. He thinks, he thinks that's the outcome. He thinks that's the likely outcome. You can't put three SEC teams in if you're having to choose between two of the following three. Clemson undefeated, USC undefeated, Michigan, Ohio State undefeated. This is why a four-team playoff is fun. You don't get this with 12 because they would all make it anyway. Can you do me a favor and push the sell button after your comments for me? Sell. Soccer! Soccer! Takes on Inter at 3 p.m. Eastern today. My question to you, Bill, because you know I love soccer. Soccer! Buy or sell Barcelona can find a way to win this game and keep their Champion League hopes alive. Ooh, how deep you want me to go? I can get into the low block of Inter. The 3-5-2 becomes the the 5-4-1. Barcelona could go with the 3-5-2 of their own, but are they going to put Fati on the left side? Are they going to continue with the hobble Dembele, Rafinha left side? You know? This is all things I want want to hear about this all in the chat later today. Page, are you going to be on the right side again like he was against Celta Vigo? Are you going to put Frankie in there, maybe four midfielders? Oh, is Barca going to win? It's going to, you know, all Inter needs is a is a, is a draw. They're going to play super deep and counterattack. Let's go optimism, even though I only kind of barely believe it. Bye, Barcelona gets the win. Bye. How's Tottenham doing in the Champions League? Does I actually don't know. Uh, okay, but they missed a chance last week. Like you guys, I guess this is the way the schedule always works because we're flipping down to the second leg of games. Right. They're playing Frankfurt again, who they played last week, like you guys played Inter last week. Uh, and that was a draw in Germany. Had they gotten three points in that game, and they're the better team, they'd be in the driver's seat in the group right now, but that group is now all bunched together between, because I, I don't think anyone, there's, everybody's got one win, so that they're, they're kind of all tied up. So it's wide open. Yeah. Conte's a, a great coach, but he does not have a, a Sterling Champions League record. In his career. And Tottenham doesn't do anybody any favors. I, I like Tottenham. I'm not a root for Tottenham. Yeah, that group right now, Sporting has six points. Tottenham and Frankfurt have four. And Marseille has three. Well, that is that is close. By the way, I know you're not supposed to say this, but it's true. It's true. UEFA is 100% cheating Barcelona so far in this competition. Denying goals. I'm not, You know what? Let's not even get into it. It's not even getting smart. It. Don't even don't don't stoop to that level. Okay. All right. Let's finish up with some hockey. Yes, yeah. hockey. hockey. Last night, the NHL season officially got underway, but not before the referee in the Lightning and Rangers game made this speech before the opening faceoff. Our great players and our great fans, welcome to opening night of the 2022-23 NHL season. What's better than this? Good luck to all players. Let's have a great season. Pyre sell this speech was anything other than cringeworthy. Um, wait, that's such a... Pyre sell it's anything other than cringe. If I think it's cringeworthy, do I sell? What you? Just, what's the construction? Yeah, you got it. Sell. Sell. There's a, there's a great CBS Sports HQ host who I work with during the day sometimes, named Jeremy, who's from Canada. 
and I was on with him yesterday, Bogish, talking about, I don't know, some NBA breaking news, and I, he mentioned it was the start of the NHL season, and I gave him the whole story about how I become Blue Shirts, a Rangers fan, and why, and he's from Canada. Mm-hmm. He was very put out. I, he's the sweetest man. He made a face. He made a D-cell face. And and why is that? He wants you to be what a Leafs fan or a Canadiens I, fan? I think or? he just doesn't like the Rangers. Whatever. Just, go back to Canada. Go back to ooh blue shirts. Blue shirts. Dumb Canucks. <laughs> oh, blue shirts. <laughs> he's smaller than me, right? As I as I yell these things at him. He's tall. He's tall uh, and thin though. He's he's kind of, he's kind of lanky. Lanky dude. I, I've never met him in person. He, he oh. did that ever happen where you show up? I'm going down to meet all these guys or see these guys in, in November. Um, they're in South Florida. Where you show up and you think the guys be six four and lanky, and he's he's five five. I actually don't know how tall he is. I've only ever seen him sitting at a desk. Okay. but I think he's tall and lanky. All right. Tall and lanky can be real tough or real not tough. There's a lot of reach there. Right, and then he's also Canadian, so he's super nice, and he'll just let me beat him up. At, you know, to be a good person, make me feel that, good that, about myself. Why oh, do shucks. you think you can beat him up? I don't. I, that's what we're w- walking through here. I want to know how big he is, how tough he is. You Breaking can. down the Canadian angle. I probably cannot. You cannot. Probably Oh, can't. shucks. Punch me again. Yeah. A? Oh. A? Blue shirts. Oh. Blue shirts. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to make a poutine joke, but I just couldn't. It's okay. I couldn't get there. <laughs> Blue shirts. All right. Are we done? Is that, is that the end of By Ourself? Uh, that is a hump day edition of By Ourself. Oh, went by so fast. All right, pretty. By the way, Pretty Daddy, as a nickname, also works in the sense that Will, your son, went da-da before mama. In pretty what da-da. way? In what way? We're celebrating the daddy part of your life, which is the most important thing in your son's world because he chose you over his mommy. Bit of a stretch, but I'll take it. Blue shirts! Um... You want to talk some soccer next? I mean, you know the answer to that. Of course I do. All right. Diesel wants to talk soccer. I also want to talk football. We'll hit both after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for listening, hanging out with me, D-Cell Bogey, Andrew Bogish, doing uh, headlines always and hanging out with us in the middle part of the show. We got a little breaking news coming out of Kansas City, Missouri, where I used to live. Devontae Adams has been charged with misdemeanor assault stemming from the incident following Monday Night Football that we, I think most of us saw and we certainly talked about here on the show where he shoved a cameraman after the game. Can't do that. Can't push people. Part of the deal. Can't do it. I, I don't know Devontae Adams, and so this guess into his character may very well be wrong, Diesel, but... My impressions of him, that's all I can go on, are good dude who did a, a dumb thing. It, 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 it does happen. People do dumb things. No sense that he's, a, that he's a bad guy, right? There are guys in the NFL and all these other sports where if this happened, you'd be like, oh, of course. Of course. He was really angry. He'd bumped into his own receiver to fall down in a very embarrassing way to lose a game that they certainly could have won. They have started, what are they, one of four. He left a Packers team and organization that consistently won. All the frustration bubbles to the surface, not okay, not okay. And the, 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 the gentleman, 29-year-old, who was pushed, filed charges with the Kansas City Police, totally within his right. No criticism should be directed to that person. Um, misdemeanor assault means very little is going to come of this. He's Devontae Adams will have very, 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 very good attorneys, right? These things tend to get settled or, or dismissed at this level. But still, the, the legal process plays itself out. I kind of feel like this is what's supposed to happen. Like, look, very frustrating loss, as you set the scene, ran into his own receiver. They played well in that game. They found a way to lose. He's walking off the field. It's not overly violent. Yes, he shoved a, a grown man to the ground. You can't do that. This is what's supposed to happen. You made an interesting point about um a comparison to Draymond Green, which I thought was fascinating Draymond Green's situation with Jordan Poole as we watched that video last week it came out through TMZ Sports very violent much more over the top than we had anticipated seeing and as we heard earlier in the show the first hour we opened the show with it Draymond's not getting suspended at all an undisclosed fine and I kind of feel like Devontae Adams this situation he's headed for at least a one game suspension yeah I think that's right and I I suppose the, the response would be on national television is different from a public relations perspective. Now, not from a legal perspective. I would imagine that that Jordan Poole, he won't do this, I think, but could, as a 29-year-old cameraman in Kansas City chose to do, Jordan Poole could have chosen to press charges, but did not do that. But you're right. Devontae Adams, unacceptable, not acceptable, not okay. Not nearly as violent as... In fact, I wouldn't even describe it as violent. I would describe it with Devontae Adams. It is totally unacceptable. And misdemeanor assault, sure, right? But not violent. What, what Draymond Green did was, 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 a, was a violent act. You're going to have that crowd, Bill, who says, how is it possible that Draymond Green only gets a fine, no suspension whatsoever, and if it ends up where Devontae gets suspended, you're going to have that crowd that scratches their head and say, Bill, this doesn't make any sense. I get it, and here's here's I get it. Here's what I would say: You're at a family reunion, you're outside. Um, your brother and you have get in a bad place. You shove your brother as hard as you can, right? You're, you're grown men onto the ground with both your hands. Probably not gonna have charges pressed. Family, even even if 
not okay, but family. You're at some park with your kids and some stranger walks up to you and you guys get into it and you push that guy, the same action, push that guy on the ground with their two hands. That dude might call the police, you know. Gets caught on camera, there's a cop there. That guy might have you charged. It's in the family, out of the family kind of a thing too. I agree. Does, would you say Adams has to get suspended at this point? Yes, and I'll take the point you made off the air, which I thought was a good one. There's also a lot of leeway for the NFL to do this because the Raiders' season is over. They, they should do the right thing anyway, but it's not as if you're suspending a team that's four, you know, that's four, a, a star player from a team that's four and one or three and two and still fighting for something. In theory, the Raiders could try to battle their way back, but it's very unlikely. And teams that are one and four that tend to, it's very rare, but tend to scrape their way back into contention, do it in a bad division where there's a, right, there's a lot of, there, there, there's a smaller gulf that you have to, you have to travel. I mean, the Chiefs, I think, are the best team in the National Football League. Chargers probably going to figure it out. We'll see if Denver does, but the Russell Wilson injury, maybe that speaks to him healing up in that shoulder and getting better. Point is, the Raiders are not winning the AFC West. That That's not going to occur, and I think the season, for that reason, is largely probably over. Uh, one more plug for this, BetQL. Odyssey, Odyssey uh, part of the Odyssey family here, is hosting a bunch of live chats. They're really cool. I watched some of them last night. Uh, I'm going to host one today. Barca Inter, Champions League, critical match, 3 o'clock Eastern time, Paramount Plus. You have to download the BetQL app, get on your phone, download it, hang out, chat. I'll probably get on there like in an hour, hour and a half and start giving you some bets and some thoughts when the lineups come out an hour before the match. I'll give you some perspective on that. We'll chat throughout. Go Barca. I'm going to be in a really bad mood tomorrow if Barca doesn't win. I'm just warning you right now, D-Cell. I'm in a D-Cell mood. All mad. Thanks to the Dodfather. Thanks to Bogish. Thank you to D-Cell. I'm Bill Ryder. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.